Every single player who's come to Michigan State since 2007 has a ring on their finger. I'm going to be a coach here for a long time. It's not over. It's just starting. But just remember, pride comes before the fall. So you might as well just come out and say what you're, what's your feeling at some point in time, because you know I can only be diplomatic for so long. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday. I forget what day it is. Wednesday, October 2nd, 2019. I'm your host, Will Hunter. Thanks so much for joining me. And I'm also joined by uh, what I would describe as a very slap-happy Matt Sheehan. Yeah. Matt, how you doing? I'm tired, man. Uh, I just got back from a three-day golf outing. So starting on Saturday at the tailgate, uh, start drinking at noon. We went to bars after the game. And then Sunday, Monday, and today just kept kept that going without much break. So, uh, yeah, I can't be liable for anything I say in the next 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, actually, I, I'm going to take back slap happy. I'm just going to replace that with uh, empty. An empty okay. Matt Sheehan. Okay, that's, yeah. that's fair. All right. I, I saw a video of, uh, I think it was your brother on Snapchat trying to hit out of a, a soaked, a rain-soaked bunker. yeah. That yeah. was that was pretty good. Um, he took a full hack in the bunker. It was a big puddle mm-hmm. in the middle. Took a full hack, and uh, after taking the full hack, looked down and realized that the ball had not moved. Not, uh, no, no, but even an, an inch. inch. Yeah, right. And that was like that the whole day. That was about maybe the twentieth hole of the day, and it was pouring. It was like fifty-eight degrees. Uh, we're all cold, wet. But like, hey, we all drove out here for this golf outing. I mean, what are we gonna do? Not golf. I mean, come on. Yes. Well, makes yes. Sense. Not golf is what no. you should have done. No. Nonsense. So, yeah, so, no, it was a good time. I can't wait for the ammonia to hit. It's going uh, to be good. It's coming. Um, yep. Today, we are going to talk about some Indiana stuff. We love Matt's yep. aneurysm moment of the game. What is Matt panicking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do that for the first couple of segments, and then we'll switch gears and talk about uh, Ohio State and just the, uh, yeah. the death buzz saw that is coming. Uh, oh, it'll direction. be fine. It'll be fine. It won't, <laughs> it won't hurt that bad. It'll be over quickly. I'll give my theory on that right. uh, in the third segment. So let's uh, let's start talking about Indiana. Yeah. Um, this, this might like be a different direction that you're thinking I'll go in, but like it was kind of pleasant watching the offense win a game, you know? That's what I said. Yeah. It, like that it was, it was cool. Like I, I know, you know, a, a tight win over Indiana isn't the sexiest thing in the world, but like take a step back and it's like, Hey, all right. So the offense can do this every once in a while. This is mm-hmm. nice. Cause boy, howdy was the defense not getting it done, but th- the defense is allowed to have an off day once a year, you know, like I'm not throwing the pitchforks out and saying like, Oh, they're horrible. They're overrated. Like everyone's allowed to have an off day. Here's the, the a couple things. Okay. A couple things. Shoot that um, down. I tried to tell everyone before the game and I said this earlier in the week, that Indiana's good football team. They were. They did end up being a good football team. They're a good football team. Yeah, that, um, that Penix fellow is pretty good. Mike Penix Jr. Going to yep. be a star. Yeah, uh, probably. <laughs> like he yep. is really freaking good. Um, 
I don't, you know, I don't want to like, we haven't seen Justin Fields yet, but like the, if you watch Ohio State's games, uh-huh. Justin Fields is doing what Dwayne Haskins did last year and is just throwing the ball to wide open people yeah. for the entirety of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Ohio State does. They make life very easy on their quarterback. Um, Mike, we might not see a quarterback performance against Michigan State this year better than the one we just saw. Like Mike Penix Jr. was awesome. Uh, pinpoint yeah. accurate, really strong arm, made really great decisions. Oh, and he's only a redshirt freshman. Like perfect. <laughs> yeah, like excellent. Hope let's hope he goes to the NFL next after next season uh, with uh, the trajectory that he's on. Or or, or the transfer portal after this season. I don't know. Oklahoma's yeah. gonna be looking for a guy. So. Yeah, let's transfer portal on out of the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, so they were absolutely great on offense. Their game plan was awesome. They were super precise. They have really good skill players too, which is weird. Like Wap Fillier is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have other good players. Stevie Scott's good. Like they're just good. They have a bunch of good players. Um, and they're, I think they're going to beat some teams this year. I think they might, I, I don't have their schedule up in front of me, but like, I know they're going to play Michigan. They're going to give Michigan a run. They're going to probably give Penn State a run. Whoever they play from the other side, they're going to give them a run too. So, you know, Indiana's not an awesome team, but they're a good football team. And they were awesome, and Michigan State was just okay. And your okay was still good enough to beat their awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another thing too is their play calling. I feel like that was the 500th time I've seen uh, an MSU team just get <laughs> completely gashed by screen passes. Um so that was nice because we haven't seen that like in a little bit. I don't think we've seen yet that yet this year. So it was nice having that game back in our lives. Kind of like a nice like inception totem. Like I need to see MSU give up like 200 yards through screen passes to know that the world is okay and yeah. things are operating normally. And I just quickly rewatched the all the defensive plays, and there were a lot of screen passes, but I think just how sort of successful they were. Is making a like making all of us think that every single play was a screen pass. Like that, yes, they ran a lot of them, but mm-hmm. they were also like hitting shots twenty yards down the field, hitting deep shots, getting runs up the middle for seven, eight yards. Um, yeah, like they were just moving the ball. Uh, it was a lot of screen passes, and that's like super frustrating because we've seen it year in and year out. Someone always does this, um, but they were doing a lot of stuff in like the. Kendall or Ken, I forget his name, DeBoer, Mike DeBoer's brother, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Like we we know where all the offensive genius in that family went. (laughs) Uh, It went to him. Yeah. Debatable, but yeah, I'll I'll agree with that. (laughs) He, uh, he called a hell of a game. Um, And yeah, like even the players after, like I was talking to Joe Bocci, he's like, yeah, it was just like a really great game plan. We just kind of, we're always a step behind them Uh, and that's going to happen. Yeah, and better to uh, happen against Indiana than Ohio State. Absolutely, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't. And let's just do the old classic. Oh, they were looking ahead to Ohio State. Sort oh of yeah, too. Let's just yeah. Let's. Total. I'm gonna throw that card out as well. Total trap game. Yeah, yeah, definitely, hundred percent. And and they survived it, which is nice. So. Mm-hmm. And they survived what it with them? the offense scoring 34. Could have very easily been 40 had they made a field goal in the beginning of the game and ran in a touchdown at the end of the game. Yeah, or, oh, God, I forgot the, the what quarter it was, maybe the second quarter, but there was like a third and four, I think, where uh, a pass third to Williams. One. Oh, great, even better. Uh, 30, yeah, but you know what I'm talking about, the pass to Williams, where I don't I, I don't know if Lurke threw behind him or Williams dropped it or if it's all the above, and then followed up with the uh, good old-fashioned fourth and one stuffed at the line play that uh, MSU likes to run this year. Yeah, it, so. was, it was third and one, Lurke threw it, I don't know, 
eight inches too far in front of Williams, but he still got his hands on it. Gotcha. And he, he threw it like 10% too hard for where he threw it. Mm. Um, I think he was just like, holy shit, touchdown. And like, you know, you know how like a pitcher gets a ground ball and they like, all they, oh, yeah. they, they throw for a living. All they need to do is throw it over the first and they wing it mm-hmm. into the freaking bleachers. Yeah. Like it was right. so easy that they just like botched it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but this is so easy. How could this possibly be true? And then by the time you know, the ball leaves your hands, it's in yep. the 15th row. Yep. yep. And then Lorkey missed the touchdown uh, on the first drive and then he missed one later in the game too. But I think they ultimately... Um, oh no, they didn't score on that. They got a field goal on that drive where he missed um, Cody White on a on a wheel route. Yeah, uh, going up yep. the sideline. So yeah, the they, first I time mean, the wheel route has not worked, and it was by <laughs> user error. So yeah, and White should have caught it, dropped it. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't going to be a touchdown, and if he made a good throw, it would have been a touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, there were there was a lot left out there. So I think I think there's like that's what my message was on Monday. Like, hey. I'm more optimistic about this team coming out of this game yeah. because we all we saw the offense just like Indiana. I know they don't normally have a good defense. Indiana has the top 40 and SP plus defense. They're number 40. They were like 32nd going into this game. Like it's not a bad defense by any stretch. Right. Yeah. So um, just watch yeah, the. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I, so I, which is this is weird. I feel I feel like we're on the same wavelength right here is that like yeah was it scary sure but for the most part yeah when's it win i mean it was solid we saw some good things so yeah which is weird i feel like that's not what we promise people whenever i come on the show (laughs) it was totally frustrating i will Mm -hmm. grant you that but i don't think like like just like you said like are we really gonna bail on this defense really is there anyone out there if you were going to bail on this defense send me a tweet send matt a tweet and i'll just yell at you We'll clown you, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll dunk on you really quick. Like, just, but do like, do it before Saturday. Don't, yes. get, get, get the sim before Ohio State happens. Yeah, and that's be, be a, a man and step in front of it. Yeah. That's that's a whole different bucket of worms that we'll get to. Like, you could still be a good defense and give up a thirty-five to Ohio State. That might happen um, to mm-hmm. everyone this year. Yeah, right. I mean, Ohio State's an AFC North team this year. Yeah, I, I, th- I think they would finish right behind the Browns. Yeah. So. so. Um, We'll talk more about them, the defense. That's a professional tease uh, in the third segment of the show. Uh, we're going to take a quick little timeout so I can tell you a little bit about Vivid Seats, and then we're going to come back. Matt's going to give us his um, panic mm-hmm. or whatever he's panicking about and then his aneurysm moment of the game. So remember, Vivid Seats, use the Vivid Seats app, make a memory that lasts a lifetime, and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF100 at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. That is promo code KICKOFF100 to receive a discount of how much, Matt? Uh, $100. Up to $100. Very Sorry. important God. that you say up to $100. <sighs> Shoot, your, your lawyer's going to be calling me. Not Great. my lawyer. All right, let's uh, take a quick timeout, and then we'll talk about other stuff. Yeah. Panic. Okay, Matt, what are you panicking about? Uh, what am I panicking about? Uh, just the, the fact that it's a blackout at Ohio State. How cool does that look? <laughs> like, how, how sick does that look? And how does a team walk in there and not win by 50 points when, when you're playing in front of that? Like, that, that's what I'm worried about, first and foremost. Um, yeah, Michigan State needs to go all white, right? They have to, yeah. Maybe like a touch of neon. Maybe throw the neon pants in there. The neon, neon gloves, neon, neon touch, neon yeah. shoes. All I, I, 
on the real, that yeah, that that is what they should do. I think um, you got to have a little neon pizzazz in there because uh, it, it clearly works. It's one for one. I mean, there's no way it can go south. If they had somehow like they don't have this option, but if they did, where it was just an all white helmet, flat white helmet with no green stripe and just giant spartan heads on e- on one side and then numbers on the other side like the boise state yeah like yeah boise state right? that would That'd that would be amazing. the move yes that would be 100%. absolutely the move 100 percent. yeah black, going into columbus with the blackout at the shoe at night not great yeah uh is chase young still enrolled at ohio state is, sure is, is okay so okay, i was afraid so um yeah that's i'm gonna go out on a limb here we're not even a little on... worried about Chase Young versus the uh, fourth string left tackle. Uh, that's hold, gonna hold keep on. Up hold on. Okay. 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 We're not even to Ohio State yet. You're supposed to give me something you're panicking about from last game. Oh, last game. Okay. Um, what did I panic about last game? Well, I, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I take that back because it's just what you're panicking about. I I shouldn't be telling you what you're panicking about. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Sorry. I, I, I guess I was caught uh, in a look at game, my a mental trap game because yeah, I was just looking forward to the uh, Ohio State game and the defensive line and their front seven against our offensive line and boy howdy does that scare me. So uh, we're going to need a lot of a lot of blocking help from the running backs. Yeah, get some week. tight end running back yeah. action in there. Um Chase Young did you see what mm-hmm. Antonio said about him? Something about, like, I haven't thought him in the human spirit or something like that. Like, <laughs> that was a really deep kind ha- No, yeah, I haven't thought about him in the human sense. Great. Okay, that's just what you want to hear. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, He's a cyborg. So, I'm, I'm halfway between, like, panicking about it and just, like, giving it my all just not to even think about it. So, that that's where I am at right now. Um... Yeah, but as far as the Indiana game, I guess we could do the aneurysm moment of the game. Yeah, it's, it's like really the only time I got nervous is like when Josiah Scott got bodied oh. and just sun on that touchdown because I was like, uh, that never happens. And if that's happening right now, maybe this is just a game of destiny for Indiana and they're meant to win this one. Like that is not stuff that we see a lot and anything that we'd like to see. So, yeah. Here's the thing about Josiah Scott that mm-hmm. is... I think relatively unknown somehow. Um, Josiah Scott is like five eight and a half. Yes, he weighs probably a hundred and eighty pounds. He's well known uh, fact. He's not a big person. He's a really good corner, good cover. He tackles well. He's like he likes to stick his nose in there, uh, as coaches like to say. Sure, he's not a big person. Um, mm-hmm. At like in terms of next level cornerbacking, like. He's going to have to be a slot guy. Um, he's not big enough to hang on the outside at the next level, at least I don't think. Um, so he was going up against Donovan Hale, who is 6'4", 225 pounds. That'll do it. That is a massive <laughs> disadvantage for Scott. He had good coverage um, oh, yeah. he was a lot of the him. time. But, yeah, like take it from me, someone who's... About that size, a little bit smaller. Um, <laughs> people who are six four are just at a different level. Like you can jump as high as you want, you can do yeah. anything you want. Like yeah. <laughs> they're just getting higher, and they're going to be bigger, and they're going to be able to box you out and make catches and make plays that are like, why? Why'd you do that to me? Yeah, yeah. He absolutely sunned him. 
He did, yeah. Um, so I, I guess another thing to panic about, too, is never, ever adjusting to the screen pass, but we talked about that. Um, but, like, that's not really Ohio State's game, so that doesn't really concern me too much, although I suppose it could be if they just yeah. throw the ball out there and get their I don't know that involved. it's possible for a group of receivers and tight end to block any better than Indiana's just did. That's a yeah. huge thing we're overlooking, like, Holy shit, did they do a good job blocking. That's true. And so, like, they would block the first two people, and the closest defender is the safety playing, like, 13 yards off the ball when everyone knows that a screen pass is coming. Like, that was uh, that was fun. It was fun. <laughs> I'll call it fun. That's what Brian Lewerke called it. Yeah. God, Spartan Stadium needs to sell beer. They, they need to. Like, just for, like, medical reasons. Watching That's- that w- without a beer in hand is simply outrageous and not a way to live. <laughs> I was watching it with a nice glass of lemonade and a stale pretzel from the press nice. box. You know what I had, actually, is the uh, Amish-style pretzels. I We actually went over and got one of them. How were they? Well, what is, I gotta uh, wait, say, wait, wait, wait. What is an Amish-style pretzel? This is one of the things that Beekman sent out in his email before about like the game day initiatives and how they're spicing up Spartan Stadium with yeah. like a Gruff uh selfie station, whatever, and Amish-style pretzels. They're just like warm, soft pretzels. They don't have like the hard outside like you might have gotten with the, your stale pretzel. It so wasn't just, like, stale. I shouldn't. It was fine. Okay. Okay. Um, but I, it was really good. It was it, it was actually really good, um, which I hate to say kind of because it kind of ripped Billy B for that for a little bit. Um, but yeah, God, how much pretzel does slap, and I, I think I will be will be coming back later. I want to now incorporate a new segment. Mm-hmm. Not a new segment, but a new topic. So we've got your, what you're panicking about, your aneurysm moment. Yeah. Let's do what is Matt, what did Matt love about Saturday? So is, is the Amish pretzel your tops of the list from Saturday, or, or what was your favorite thing from it's, Saturday? It's got to it's be top two right behind <laughs> just Daryl Stewart wearing us MSU football jersey every Saturday. Like, that, that he, he's incredible. He's been pretty he's good. Incredible. <laughs> he's incredible. He's incredible. He's so great. So, yeah, because – what, what was it? The, the last drive, I think they did they open up the drive with that forty yard bomb to yeah. Start? So the last drive was two plays. <laughs> they gained seventy four yards in thirteen seconds. <laughs> yeah, and like so they, they threw that, and where I was sitting in the stadium, like it, it looked like he just you know couldn't catch the ball because it looked like he was assaulted uh, going up for the ball. So I was like, oh, that kind of sucks, and everyone's still cheering. I'm like, what? The man caught that ball. Like I, I can't believe it. I, I feel like that's happening once a game now, where Stewart has a catch. That's just like insane. Like he was always great with his feet, awesome in space. But man, like he's making some snags this year, which is I love it. Yeah, his um, I don't know what you want to call it, fifty-fifty, whatever. Like his ability in that is certainly improved. If he had surer hands, like he just has some easy drops sometimes. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have those, like he would be. Uh, like a third round, like playing his way into like a third round type receiver, second or third round, someone who's like, yeah, this dude is going to be actually catching passes in the NFL next year. Um, we'll see where all that ends up, but he's been freaking awesome. Like just Definitely. Really, he's leading the conference and receiving. He's like, he's, I think almost already passed his career high in receiving yards for a season. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're five games in, right? Yeah. Five games in. So yeah, he's yeah. been, he's been really, uh, Really a, a wonderful revelation this year. It always happens too, doesn't it? Like that senior year breakout, it's it keeps happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. The Tony and, uh, Lippett, Benny Fowler, Aaron Burbridge. Yeah. 
the classics. Like, we had Felton Davis doing it, and then the freaking Achilles. Yeah, no, like that was that was, so that was happening. Um, yeah, yeah. Next year's Cody White, and then the year after that is Speedy Naylor. Like it's just we're set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we're we're Gucci. Okay, yeah, this is great. Yep, and then Julian Barnett. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everything's, it's gonna be fine. So yeah, that's we're, your we're good as gold. Amish Pretzel comes in at number two, and Daryl Stewart just playing football for Michigan yes. State's number one. Correct. That's <laughs> yes. Correct. I I am in favor of both of those. Nice. All right. All right. Let's um put a pin in this. Let's come back and regroup here in a minute, and we'll talk about. Uh, Death Machine, Ohio State. How much have you watched of the Buckeyes this year? I'm going to show you straight, not a ton. Okay, just you just see the scores. See the scores. I see the highlights, and I see the fear in children's eyes when people <laughs> talk about them. So that's that's all I got. They are. Um, so I, I I will say I think Nebraska isn't that good. Like they went on the road and really struggled with Illinois and Illinois mm-hmm. improved, but Illinois is still, yeah, still Illinois, still Illinois, still the worst team in the conference, still are going to win three or four games. Put, put some respect on Rutgers name, please. Come on. Yeah. I don't, that'd be a good one. Illinois versus Rutgers. Cause Rutgers yeah. has really done some special losing. Oh um, God. Yeah. They've really committed and, to the bit. Yeah. They can their coach and hired or promoted the guy with the most Rutgers name in the history of names. Did you see that? No. Um, here, I'm pulling it up right now. I forgot it because it's like random as hell. Okay. <laughs> his first name's Nunzio. Oh, that's his first name. N-U-N-Z-I-O. Nunzio Campanelli. Oh, God, that is that is such a New Jersey college football coach name. That Yeah, that's, that's perfect for him. Yeah. How did um, it take this long for him to get this gig? I don't know. I don't know how oh, he man. hasn't been... The the permanent coach of Rutgers football forever. Jeez, you're screwing it up over there in uh, Piscataway. Yeah, he uh, he worked at a prep school in northern New Jersey. Oh, um, I know he did. Yeah. Yep. That's I'm oh just, yeah, I, I I knew that just from hearing yeah. his name. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's wonderful. Good for Rutgers. Hopefully, they can get on the right path with Greg Schiano back next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh, a lock, right? Yes. Okay. I would bet right. my check. left leg on that. I would, oh, okay. I would go to some sort of weird gambling shark mm-hmm. with uh, an affinity for limbs, and I would bet my left yeah. leg. Okay. Right. Uh, anyway. So what do you – like? okay, so if he does get hired, do you get a left leg in return? So do you have – No, I would put my left leg down, and then I would want right. like a million dollars back. Okay, so he gives money back when you're putting up limbs. Yes. Okay, got he it. He wants okay. to buy my limb, essentially. Okay. I see. All right. No, that's a fair bet. So, uh, yeah, Rutgers, worst team in the conference, then Illinois. So, Mm -hmm. wasn't impressed by Nebraska doing that. Wasn't impressed by Nebraska going on the road and losing to Colorado, where I thought they didn't look that great. Um, Yeah. Wasn't ready to buy into the hype yet. I think everyone, just because Scott Frost went there, I think everyone's like, this is going to work. Yes. Like, you got to, like. Surefire, all he needs is two years to, yeah, to get it completely just, turned around. Like he's he's gonna be Gucci. Yeah. He, he cleared house last year. Like they're yeah. young, they're gonna get better, but they're not mm-hmm. there yet. So no. killing, crushing them, the like beating them soundly isn't that impressive. The way they did it certainly is because that thing was you know game day, night game at Nebraska, and it was over in six minutes. Yeah. So they are a total absolute death machine um i'm not sure about justin fields yet i know his numbers are great 
Uh, I know the recruiting pedigree is great, but I said the same thing about Dwayne Haskins all of last season. Mm-hmm. It is not hard to play quarterback when your receivers are running completely alone. Yeah. 50 the yards downfield. Like you just Tom like, Brady strategy. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's nice. It's the, um, for some reason, everyone, uh, you know how like companies and corporations are trying to be like this a thing for the past years, trying to be like cool, right? Mm-hmm. Saying things that are like hip. Yeah. A lot of like Bleacher Report and whatever, mm-hmm. Yahoo, all these sites that are sending out clips every single day during football season. A lot of them are doing this thing now where they're writing dime, putting in dime. Yeah, for throws that yes. are not for dimes. routine passes. Just yes. yeah, like a receiver is streaking all alone, fifty yards downfield. No one's within ten yards, and mm-hmm. the the quarterback just has to throw it out there, and they're just like dime. Like yep. that is what Justin Fields is doing right now, um, yes. and that's what Dwayne Haskins did. And we saw when Dwayne Haskins played better defenses that could actually cover people and get after him a little bit. It's harder. Um, so. The one, I think, benefit, and we talked about this in the offseason, I was unsure because maybe Nebraska would give him a little bit of a jolt. Uh, this is the first defense Justin Fields is going to actually play. Like, he's been playing against air yeah. for five games. And and that's why, like, th- there's a lot of people that think this is going to be a bloodbath and, like, an execution. And, like, I, I think that MSU has a, a smidge more than a puncher's chance here. Like, I would give them a 21% chance of winning. I think Saturday. I think they'll hang around. I think there's a lot of things that, num- even like things that I really believe in. I really believe in SP plus. I really believe um, in that. I believe in FPI somewhat. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe in listening to the Vegas spread and gamblers and all that. Um, but there are just things flatly, and the people will tell you this. Like Bill Connolly will tell you, there are just certain things SP plus can't account for. Yes. And I think a lot of that stuff in this game is in Michigan State's favor. Um, the fact that Michigan State's defense just got embarrassed and is a group mm-hmm. that is like such a good bounce back group. Yeah. Like, that adds an element to this. Justin Fields, crazy talented. The offense, crazy productive. This is their first like big spot um, against an actual opponent. Like last week was a huge spot, but they played uh, a, a Nebraska team that's going to be a bowl ish team. Yeah. Right. In a bowl-ish. defense. <laughs> yeah. In a defense that's not worth snuff um so this will be his first test night game like and if it starts it like just say michigan state hops out to a quick lead seven nothing and then fields gets sacked strip sacked or something like that what's going to happen after that and that's a lot of stuff that's not really accounted for and yeah i think ohio state has enough talent that'll eventually win out and win the day like it's just hard to beat teams that are that much better than you at being awesome i guess it's the simplest way to say that but there's a lot of stuff that things can't really account for that I think play into Michigan State's favor. So I do think Ohio State wins, but I think Michigan State has the ability to keep it close for a while at least. And what about the old cliche that it's it's hard to get up for two games in a row? Ohio State at Nebraska, the, what, that, that could have been an emotional game there. They got to do that again? I don't know. That's yeah, a big letdown well. spot. That is a big letdown spot. That's what I'm going to tell myself. It's, uh, it's also their head coach's first big spot like this. Uh-huh, like they, it is. They haven't been in a game yet this year. And if this is a game in the third quarter, that's a totally new environment for them. Mm-hmm. Michigan State literally just had to win a game at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So there's, yeah, I mean, there's some stuff. There's still, like, if you're asking me, like, 
would I rather have the massive talent advantage or, <laughs> you know, the experienced head coach and the experienced team? Like, I'd rather have the massive talent advantage. But there are mm. things that I think do play Debatable. in Michigan State's favor. Yeah, I guess, yeah, on the real note, like, I guess uh, I'm not totally chalking this one up as a loss already. Like, I, I do think there is a better chance that MSU wins than a lot of people are, are expecting. So, so you're taking- And I, I might look like a moron. Uh, in a few days here. You but might? Yeah, that's how I feel yeah, right now. We, we both might. Um, mm-hmm. Did you hop on plus 20? I I, I might be inclined to, to be doing that, yes. Yeah, yeah I, 20 sounds about right. Here's my rule, and you know okay. this rule. If there's a number that it's like, wow, that is outrageously too high, then I mm-hmm. always say, well, Vegas knows better than me. I'm going to go with Vegas. So in this instance, that would lead me to laying those points. Mm-hmm. But... It's different circumstances time around. I think, yeah. I think these two teams, like Ohio State's probably 12 points better than Michigan State on a neutral field. Mm -hmm. It's a good margin. Ohio State's one of the best teams in the country, but Michigan State's a good team. Probably 12 Mm -hmm. points better than them on a neutral field. Um, So you give them a few points for at home, um, an appropriate opening spread, somewhere 15, 16, 17 even. Yeah. Yeah. but I think it opened this way because someone put it up at 17. It got bet like crazy on Ohio State. All the books saw that, instantly knew the entire public was on Ohio State and threw out a huge number out there. Um, and and still, it hasn't been high enough. Like 75% of bets are on Ohio State right now, minus 20, which is like yeah. kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um and also public perception on Ohio State couldn't be higher. They just went on national TV, night game, primetime, and dismantled North or Nebraska on the road. And Michigan right. State barely squeaked by, oh, lowly little Indiana at home. Yeah. Also, they yeah. lost to Arizona State. They can't score points. They only scored seven against Arizona State. They must suck. Exactly. So that's the, there's a lot of influencers on this line that aren't actually specifically how good these teams are. So Ohio State's better. Double digits better, not 20 points better. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I could see the our, our defense kind of mocking this game up and making it like a low-scoring affair, which makes obviously 20 a really hard number to eclipse. So, yeah, I like MSU plus 20 here. Yeah, I think if I think 20, like, God, like Ohio State's going to have to score 38, 42 to, to cover that. Mm-hmm. Like, Michigan State's offense is going to score a little bit. Not a ton, mm-hmm. but, like, they can score into the mid-20s. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Enough to be interesting. Enough to be interesting. The passing game's been pretty good. We'll see. Um, they yeah. could also just completely get washed out, and it could be 42 to nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. <sighs> We're all over the place. I'm excited for this one. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's nice walking into the game with no expectations. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah. I forgot like... to give my theory. Okay. Um. It is, I'm totally fine when Michigan State gets beat, even if they get blown out by a team that I can see is just obviously better than them. Yeah. What is frustrating that, is when funny. they, what they did to with Arizona State, when they fiddle around with a team that they should be beating um, and just don't. But like mm-hmm. the Ohio State game uh, 2014 uh, at Spartan Stadium when JT Barrett played the greatest quarterbacking game ever. I yes. was just like, dude, yeah. what, what do we even like? I, I'm fine with this. It happened. We played. Yeah. We played pretty damn well. They were phenomenal. I'm mm-hmm. good with it. Um, yeah. That stuff happens. The playoff game against Alabama. You're like, yep. 
yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that, one's, that one stunk because everyone was watching and it was the playoff, but you're just like, yeah. Yeah. This is a semi-pro team. They're just different. Maybe if someone would have beaten them and we could have played Auburn or something. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah. Um, we'll see if this plays out. I don't think this uh, game's going to get ugly. I think it'll play out kind of like that 2014 game where you're like hanging in there and you're just like, man, we're we're hanging in there tough, but Ohio State just has so many freaking dudes and we just can't keep up with them. And it ends up like... Yeah. Whatever, 34 to 24, something like that seems like mm-hmm. an appropriate, makes sense final score. Yeah. So, all right, Matt, we did it. We all did right. another episode. You didn't say anything too bad. No, there, there was a lot of agreement uh, this episode, yeah. which I, I'm, I'm sorry if that's not what the people sign up for. But yeah, like, I don't know, I'm feeling okay after the Indiana game, liked what I saw. And uh, yeah, I think we yeah. have a... a, a Go, H, a chance. There is a chance. There's a chance. Ohio State. And you're, you're, yeah. you're going into this with house money. Yes, exactly. So. Yeah. It's nice. Yep. And then all you'd have to do is pull this big upset and then go on the road and beat Wisconsin. Yeah. It's, it's, it's easy. It's an easy game. Smooth sailing from there. It's fine. Yeah. Then you get Penn State two weeks later. Hey, we got a bye week. Bye it's week. Fine. I wish that bye week was before the Wisconsin game. God, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Could use a little regroup in here. Um, yep. That's oh. going to do it for today's episode. Matt Happner will be on tomorrow. Um, we're going to like this. We have, or he has coined the phrase, the Lewerke game. And so we're going to break down oh, well, nice. what the, okay. the, the Lewerke game is. Um, so we'll do that. We'll talk about some other film roomy type stuff as well. So join us for that. Matt will be on after Matt was on today. I love Ooh. people with the name Matt. Yeah. So a uh, reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Subscribing is the easiest way to get these episodes on your phone every single day. Uh, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, Matt? Why don't you take nope. us home? Spartans by 80. Let's go. Let's get it. Woo!